0: Hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property, be free. Well, hello, everybody. Glad to see you guys on this Sunday
1: evening. Um, Tonight, we're going to be talking about uh, Trump working against the people. We have another show afterwards, talking About the Revolution. So um, I'm going to introduce you all to Michael. I'm not for sure where um, Philip is. He's late. Um, So he's supposed to be another person that's speaking tonight as well for this episode. So that's my anthem. Michael, hey, how are you? Can you introduce yourself real quick before we jump into the show?
2: Yes, uh, thank you for having me, Donnie, um, and again, I appreciate you working with my schedule. Uh, my name is Michael Nickens, um, former Republican, Constitutionalist, hate Trump, and I hate everything he's doing. Hello? I'm
1: quite blunt, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, I can you hear me? Yeah, sorry, Track- I, I got my ear pods
1: in, so. Oh, you're good. Um, You sound fine, but maybe a little far away, but you sound, I can hear you. So I want to um hop into what sparked this conversation. Uh, people like to act like, oh, it's just one bad endorsement. And I'm just like, it's not just one bad endorsement. The, we have to keep making excuses for people over and over again when they keep doing the same things. That's a big issue for me. And honestly... I, I remember being there with the team MAGA and all of them and them calling everybody else sheep. And I'm looking here and I'm like, wow, I'm sure seeing this sheep mentality going on here on this side. And it's really, really bad. And then some, at some point I'm wondering like, are y'all like hired, some of them, are you hired trolls? Cause you know, like on a lot of Democrats pages, they'll have red vote blue. They'll have all the, the up up to date hashtags and all the up to date uh, flags in their profile. And, you know, I'm just curious of, like, um, if there's paid trolls on, for that camp because it looks like it. It's just, like, on the other side.
2: Oh, yeah, that's 100%. Um, I mean, his endorsements have gone back all the way to his um presidency. I mean, you, you got to see the people that he had appointed. Uh, he appointed Burr. He appointed... Fauci to lead the pandemic, and we've seen how that has turned out. And it's just been, and now, post presidency, you have him endorsing the wrong people left and right. And it's not just him, it's his camp who's endorsing wrong people, too. And then you have so called America First people attacking other America First people. It's like, what is going on? Like, do you have an agenda, or are we just out here to sit there and push? a so-called American first agenda, but having an alternative uh, motive behind it. And it's a hundred percent an alter- alternative motive behind what's going on with Trump. And you and I have discussed, and I've made it known populists can't be trusted. Uh, you can look throughout the history, populists feed to um, citizens' weaknesses. And that is they want someone who is pushing for them. And, um, and so far, Trump has played that role pretty well. But what has he honestly done for the people outside of help billionaires out, help big corporations out, help his friends out, help Democrats out? I mean, it just, I I personally, I've never supported him. I voted for him because I, I wasn't voting for Hillary and it was not a good third party this year or in 2016. Um, and I will tell you, I'm not voting for him in 20, uh, 2024. Like, I, I don't care who, as I understand, my vote will either go to third party or I'm not voting uh, because I'm done playing this, this game of back and forth with these people. Like, they say they want to do things. The Republicans are well known for doing this. And this will go into a, probably the next episode that you have um, about why I believe a revolution is needed. And the federal government just needs to go away. Uh, it's it's just been an ongoing back and forth political stomping ground between these two parties that like to say they want to make changes. And they said they're going to make changes for the better of our country and our people. And we've seen with the Democrats and the Republicans, the Democrats said they're going to make changes for the better of the people. And they have yet to do that. And now you obviously have the Republicans spewing the same rhetoric that the left did prior to taking over both Senate and Com- Senate in the House and I can guarantee you they're going to take over in November. they will take over the House and Senate again. It's a foregone conclusion it, it, it's follow history usually every midterm the opposite party who holds the presidency usually takes over one chamber and with everything how Biden is doing most likely they're going to take over both chambers and nothing's going to happen. Um, and I'm tired of it, and I, I just don't see why people don't see through the lies and see through the constant bullshit, to be honest, that continues to go on.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty tired of it, too. So here's here's the funny thing. like Me and my mom were talking about this the other day when I was going on a walk, and I was like, Mom, you know, what was my politics? And she was just like, you know what, honey? I... I, always was, I was actually really, really surprised that you supported Trump. And I'm like, really? Why were you surprised? She goes, you've never supported a Republican or Democrat. You're always the gun ho about the Constitution and our rights. And I like, kind of forgot that she knew that much um, about, you know, when I was my younger adult age. I forgot that she knew that much about that and, like, how much I was always cared about all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, I always said I would never vote for Democrat or Republican. The only person I liked initially was Ron Paul. But then, uh, but then Trump uh, made me believe in him. And then when you're supporting Trump and you're seeing all these things back and forth with the Democrats and everything, you're thinking, oh, my gosh, they kind of convinced me to, like, go against how I've always felt and thought. And so for me, this is big to me. And I think it should be big for everyone else. And also when people are going against you and saying, oh, well, this is small. No, this is a major betrayal. I was, like I said, I never was supporting Republicans before because I feel like they both make up um, unconstitutional laws. And people used to ask me, well, what party do you support? I said, neither one, because neither one of them support my constitutional rights. Well, neither one of them do anything for me. And it's back and forth, and it's political games. So I, I just never liked it. And then so for me to hop on with Trump and then to trick me into like, to Voting for John Cornyn uh, during the 2020 election and, and trick me to vote for certain people or support certain people just because it was an R next your name because it was it was better than going with the left. I was right in my in the first place, and so my whole thing is people like myself or Michael or Luke or whoever else comes in here and we all talk together. Well, we have a conversation with the public about this. We're trying to keep you from having to deal with that too. It's kind of like you don't have to deal with it. And so when we have information out there it's not to be selfish we're not getting paid for propaganda we're not tra- we're not we're doing any of that kind of stuff we're out here looking out for our rights and our freedoms and if, if y'all can't get on board then I'm going to have to move on next person because this is this is un this is ridiculous the cult stuff that's going on here now we can't we can't operate on quotes like this when they're focusing on one person and not even looking at the constitutional bill rights they're not even caring if, if a politician is running for office talking about getting rid of unconstitutional laws talking about spending less money then these politicians run on that because we don't make them run on that we just go off of whatever talking point they want to use and we are split up and that's it and so real quick i'm gonna go and uh, play two different clips about um what was going on with trump and his endorsement first i'll do his rally and then i i'm looking i actually didn't even watch the rally i didn't even watch any of the clips or anything because i was just like all i know he endorsed us and that's a big no-no it's obvious that this man is clearly a democrat pretending to be a republican and you have the audacity to talk about rhinos on stage but you turn around putting rhinos in the camp so, yeah. let me, get, let me first say something. Real quick. Real, real quick, let me real quick. I'm going to do this okay. this rally real quick and I'm 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 looking at this video. And then when he says he's uh, endorsing him, the people behind him are cheering. I'm like, are y'all paid to cheer? This is dumb. So, hold on. Here we go. Let me play this mess.
3: By the way, I endorsed another person today, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. Dr. Oz. Great guy, a good man, a good man, Harvard educated, tremendous, tremendous career, and they liked him for a long time. That's like a poll. You know, when you're in television for 18 years, that's like a poll. That means people like you, but he's a, he's a great guy.
1: By the way, I. Real quick, what does that have to do with the American people? I don't care if he went to, to Stanford, I don't care where he went to college. What's it got to do with the American people? He was a TV personality, and what does it have to do with the people? One more, exactly, and I think some at this point, if you can't see what's going on, then you're 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 not awake at all. You're blind. You're maybe blinder than you were when we started. One you're, more, you're, this
0: you're, a okay,
1: yeah. Wait, wait, this is not the one I wanted. Hold on. One more about the endorsement, because then he. This is not the only time he talked about it. He went and did a back interview. Um, on this. Uh, here it is. One second, you guys. Um, this was Newsmax who shared this, so. Give me one moment. Okay. I guess I got to unmute you. I
2: endorsed literally as
1: I'm
2: walking up. Okay, hey, Mr. President, I understand you're going to make some endorsements very soon in Ohio as well, but also you got one for Pennsylvania.
3: Well, I do. I just endorsed literally as I'm walking up. We endorsed Dr. Oz. I've known him for a long time. He's a tremendous guy, very smart, Harvard educated. He went to the Wharton School of Finance and he also went to Penn Medical School. That's a pretty unusual combination. And he's just been a very strong, reliable guy, loves the state, loves the people, and he'll be a great senator. All right.
1: Thank you very Thanks much. For you, and how can you say, because after this, Michael, you can go ahead, but I had to play the uh, stuff right afterwards. But um, how can you say he loves the state and the people? You don't even live there. Like you, are you lying to your viewers? You, want, you think people don't know he doesn't live in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Uh,
2: I mean, outside of, if everyone knows, follows Oz um, and follows his, has followed his career. They know he's pro-abortion, he's freaking pro-gun control, he's pro-everything left. And I've said this multiple times, like populists can't be trusted and they have their own agenda and Trump has his own agenda. And like I said, if you think progressives are dangerous, yeah, they're socialists and they want to have their own agenda to tear down our constitution and they have and they've shown that, but Trump has his own agenda and that is to turn this place into a totalitarian nation like he wants complete control and he doesn't care who he endorses as long as they can trust along as as he as long as he can trust them to be um what do you want to say uh, reliable and trustworthy to him and his cause I mean I can guarantee you he could endorse Biden right now and these sheep that follow him people who follow Trump probably would cheer for it. Like it doesn't matter what this guy says, he does nothing wrong. And that's that's when you know something is wrong. When you have a group of people who can't sit there and open their eyes and see the bad in someone, like no one's perfect. You gotta realize that no politician's perfect. And if you can't sit there and criticize someone, you one are blind and two it you you're supporting someone you probably shouldn't be supporting like
1: absolutely and then god warns us about that too he, he tells us not to to be deceived we, he wants us to seek wisdom and a lot of people have gotten so lazy to a point where they want and need people to think for them and so they's like okay finally i found to so trust they think it's trump and then they're like, I'm gonna let him think for me now. I don't have to think anymore. It's such a, it's so terrible. But let me hop into these these clips real fast so we can get in more into the conversation. And we have some callers on deck. Um, calls we'll take here around um, here in a second. Let me play these clips because when someone says, "Oh, Oz is great. He's wonderful. I've watched him. He's doing good things," and they didn't do any other research on the man at all, if they say that. Go ahead and take this um, this show and put it in their their uh, section, and we're going to have a few clips showing them why in one place. And this is who Donald Trump Doris. This is who he's Doris. Here we go. The issue of being anonymous is, for me, vital. It's a very dangerous coworker. You don't want to make yourself a target. I tell you everybody that, you're dangerous,
3: right? It's a tight you want to talk i the I gather is that I'll make up this system so that I can call on this. And mm-hmm. that is besides my testimony this person's is dangerous. Look at their Facebook feed or social media postings or comments they made to other co besides me. Do a little investigating. I'll warn you. Bring the red flag up there saying this person's is concerned. Anyway, I would hope that all the states would say, well, if there's obvious evidence, you're pointing us to it. you don't have to get involved personally, because that what's going to eventually happen, hopefully, in most
0: states. So that is something that you can do, and again, it's going to depend on people, because
1: it should be anonymous. Well, so he's discussing red flag laws there, and um, <laughs> he said, use social media, look at their Facebook posts. This is what they're already trying to do to people. And this and they think about this and these people are gonna do this and this is what Trump will do. Dr. Ross, I'm a, I'm a conservative. I'm America first. And he'll start implementing this crap that he's talking about right now when he's when he, he becomes a senator. And then you'll turn around and be like, Oh, he's working against Trump. That's not why Trump endorsed him. That's exactly what these people will do. And this is how they try to keep the blame off Trump with his bad endorsements. It makes, they turn to make Trump um, a victim. This very narcissistic, just gaslighting. The next one real quick is Dr. Oz is um, saying America needs to learn from Wuhan's um, quarantine lessons. Um, he said they did a really good job, America should adopt these things. So hold on. And the Chinese
3: numbers dropped dramatically, which is fantastic news. And it's it's also valuable for us to understand why they were able to do that. If you look inside of Wuhan province, they had a catastrophe, but outside the province, which of course they quarantined in the largest uh, movement of its nature ever, 60 million people blocked in that space, but the rest of the country was relatively spare. They didn't have the big spikes, the huge uh, crises that Wuhan experienced, and it took the country to in a very different direction. We just have to copy what they did, take their blueprint and repeat it here in this country, and we started that aggressively over the last week.
0: So is it too late right now for the U.S. to adopt those policies? I mean, are, uh, has it been too late in maybe uh, adopting the, uh, the lockdowns, the curfews like we're seeing in New Jersey?
3: I don't think it's too late. I think we did it in the nick of time. It's probably a couple of days of pain that we're going to go through where we really can't influence what happens this week. In, for example, New York City, where I'm sitting now, uh, the governor said he expects there to be a thousand cases here. So, last week we had you know several dozen. But I think the, the, the week from now, we'll start to see the benefits of what many would call draconian actions, shutting down all public gatherings, limiting groups to initially 500, then 250. Now we're down to 50, which is probably the right size. And people have a newfound awareness of the seriousness of this. I mean,
1: And I have one more, guys, I promise. And the next one is Dr. Ross supports Medicare Advantage for All. It's still a Medicare product, sir. So it's still Medicare for All. A socialist policy, big government. Let me play it, let me play it. Come on. My touchscreen didn't work that time. All right, here we go. Let me turn the sound on.
0: Extended to non-seniors to fix what has been a terrible problem in this country. And you think that particular program could be extended to non-seniors to fix what has been a terrible problem in this
3: country where a lot of people don't have health care. So let me just set this up a little bit. Medicare Advantage is not really supplemental. Medicare Advantage is a different way of taking your Medicare money and spending it more wisely to prevent illness, to, to do the kinds of wise allocation of money. That can be hugely beneficial right now. And I've talked to Seema Verma, the leader of CMS. The government is a huge fan of allowing American seniors to access Medicare Advantage. It's just a better solution, I believe, for most folks. Why not expand that to folks in the working force who are not seniors but are still contributing money to the health care system? Let them get more efficient care. And let me walk you through this real quick. We've got a crisis in two ways. First, it's not just minorities disproportionately suffering. And I'm just going to quote um, Martin Luther King here. He said, all forms of discrimination and inequality, no, injustice and health is the most shocking, the most inhuman. So we got a problem there. But the other issue that folks are going to be focused on is our healthcare sites are decimated by the nation's response to COVID-19. There are no people in hospitals because everyone's scared. And so we need to fund these health care systems. We're going to do it anyway, by the way. So why not take advantage of this crisis and fix a long-term problem? We should be in our golden age of health care delivery with high-quality, affordable care. Medicare Advantage for All, not Medicare, Medicare Advantage for All could provide universal mm-hmm. coverage. And we price this out. I'm George Halverson, the iconic health care expert, Albert Roy, others have been contributing on this idea. It's by you know, both sides of the aisle could get, agree on this. If we had a 20% payroll tax, which, by the way, is less than most businesses are paying right now for their health care services and not getting great solutions because they're getting a dysfunctional, piecemeal approach. We could actually use our payroll tax and funnel that money through private insurance companies, just like Medicare Advantage does. All the systems are there, right? We already You had a payroll tax, Social Security. We already have all the systems. You don't have to invent anything. And we could actually start to address the chronic illnesses that drive 70% of all healthcare costs. By preventing those illnesses, by giving hospitals...
1: Anyways, we're already paying for health insurance through our paychecks. Why does it need to go to the government? more big government. So I'm tired of y'all bringing up minorities being disproportionately advantaged. I'm tired of hearing all that. And then sorry, Medicare is also a socialist program regardless of both sides of the aisle tend to defend it. It came under FDR. Um, you can probably do a better job at saving or, or saving for your retirement than the government's going to do. It's a whole Ponzi scheme. And this to me, if you did not know who was talking, you would think that was a Democrat talking. And that was a more so recent uh, video uh, that he did. Um, So this is who Trump's endorsed. That's, he's going to keep endorsing people like this. He's endorsed Greg Abbott. He's endorsed Dan Patrick. All kinds of people who, do, who are not America first. People who actually, actually helped steal his election um, from him. Um, he's been endorsing. But, Michael, go ahead, and then we're going to pull up Luke. Uh, we had someone else, Steve. I don't know what happened to Steve. Um, we're going to get to the callers here in a second. But, Michael... Go ahead. What do you think about all of that? And um, we're going to shut this one down a little earlier so we can hop on to the other one by 730 as well. So go ahead.
2: All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. Like I said, this man is only going to endorse people that are going to push his agenda. And his agenda is not America first. His agenda is Trump first and People seem to forget, too, that Trump was a Democrat. He's always been a Democrat. And his policies align with a lot of what Democrats have pushed over the years. And the fact that people continue to defend Trump is beyond me. I mean, he has supported, like, he likes to attack the left, especially with gun control. He likes to attack the left with gun control and them trying to go after our guns and our Second Amendment, right? But that man has supported, he even passed. Red flag laws, like you even had. what well, was Abbott also passed red flag laws? Didn't he? Am I wrong with saying that?
1: There's, is they're not technically called red flags, but there's different laws they have created yeah. to go and take your property from you. Um, yeah. and, and it, yeah, so they do have things that are similar, but yes.
2: Yeah, exactly, and he endorsed that, but Like the man, I mean, I, I don't know if it, it's 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 camp needs to be fired or if this trump has a, an alternative agenda and i really believe that's what it is because like i said i i if you look at history when it comes to populists, no matter if it's from the left it's usually a right it's a it's a right type movement so it's usually republicans who are populist and they will prey on people's the citizens weaknesses and that is for them to sit there and say i'm going to do this for you i'm doing this for you but then they get in here and do absolutely nothing and it's just I, like i said i'm done with trump i was done with trump a long time ago um and uh, hopefully people can sit there and open their eyes and do the research like the fact that when he endorsed odds like yeah at the rally people cheered because that's what i i can guarantee a lot of those people are there are paid to be there but the fact that he had half of twitter i mean I, I know twitter the social media a network platform but like half of twitter a lot of people who are big supporters of him were like what the hell is going on why like no one who has actually supported trump agreed with this endorsement and as they shouldn't like odds is far left as they can be and there's actually two two actual american first conservatives in pennsylvania that are running and he overlooked them right? And he did that in Florida with my friend, Corey, uh, Corey Mills. He endorsed, um, forgot that little Sabatini. And that guy is as far left as two. That guy is a lazy piece of crap and he's pro, pro gun control. He is uh pro, uh, pro choice, actually pro circumstance, which I mean, I get it, but like left and right, like this man continues to endorse the wrong people and it's not out of ignorance. It's out of him endorsing people they are going to be loyal to him. That's all he cares about. He has made that known. If you do not follow in his footsteps, you do not agree with everything he says, he is going to ensure you have no place in this party and your political career is over. That is someone you should not trust. That is a cult. And if people want to sit there and talk about the left, but sit there and refuse to talk about the right and what Trump is doing, then they are no, no better and no worse than the sheep from the left.
1: That's all I got to say on that. And if you think about it, okay, John, I'll take a look at it. And if you if you think about it too, how is it any different where people are going after and attacking and I'm upset about them nominating uh, Judge Jackson for her position and being light on pedophilia? And I haven't played anything on us uh, of his stuff, but he has stuff on him too. A lot of that stuff, um, okay, with kids transitioning and all this stuff like that. How is that any different than Trump endorsing someone like that? But nope, they're silent. That's that's hypocritical. That's not fair. That's not right.
2: You're, you're right. And I'd like to bring up Jackson first. I mean, I'm, I don't endorse Jackson. I didn't agree with that endorsement. I think she's far left. However, people who are attacking her for her sentencing on pedophilia, pull up. You can go across and I'm glad the Democrats did this in their confirmation. If you look at the average sentencing from judges, when it comes to this type of sentencing for this type of crime, they the guideline and the sentencing is as similar as she is, like what she handed down. And even Trump appointed judges. So if we're attacking Jackson, let's attack the entire system here because it ain't just Jackson that's doing this. And she's probably not, I don't know if she's pro-pedophilia. I really don't know if we're going to call her pro pedophilia. We got to call almost every judge in the United States pro pedophilia, which I don't think that's the case. I think is the Congress like always are lazy and they don't sit there and do their job and they haven't said they like, like I said in the confirmation The Congress, when they their ruling or the guidelines got overturned by the United States Supreme court, they did nothing. They just left it there. So they left, they left it into the judge's hands. We sit there and decide in good conscience on what type of uh, sentence, sentence to hand down. So it's, and again, that goes on to the next episode of why I believe like this federal system, it's gotta go. It's full of corruption, stupidity, lack of accountability, you name it, and this experiment that has been going on for 249 plus years, should have never started to be honest. Like the federal yeah. system, the like, and I, I'm a strong supporter of our framers in our Constitution, but I have attacked and I have spoken out numerous times about the federalists in our, um, the federalists of our um of our framers who are federalists, and I think that system that they implemented, if you look at it, it's no better than the system that they were under, under the crown. And it has everything to do with centralizing power, giving one group of people more power over the other. And it just, the federal system, we're having like four or five different governments making decisions for an entire nation. is pointless, it, like nothing gets done. And we've seen that left and right. Yeah. You, can't the, you can't blame the federal government. It's the local governments, it's the, the state governments. It is the national government, like, but I'll talk more on that later. But like I said, if we're going to sit mm-hmm. there and talk bad on Jackson, like she was, if you looked at a qualification, she was qualified in the sense of on paper. But if people want to attack her on that, guess what? You got to attack every freaking judge out there. And I'm okay with that. I am willing to do that. I still don't support Jackson, but people not, people need to stop sitting there using these stupid excuses that they see on social media or that is put out by the GOP or they see on Fox and regurgitate it like it's facts. Well, if it's facts. Right.
1: Hey, and facts. Michael, one second, because um, we have to get off here early so we can get to yours. Okay. Um, so real quick. Anyways, when we come to anything, it comes down to the constitution bill, right? Declaration independence. Um, that's how when I'm thinking when you're looking for a Supreme, a support, uh, Supreme Court judge, um, you're supposed to look at that testimony that they know that. And so that's not happening. They have their own talking points. They do their own little theater. Um, I already said, I called it. She's going to guess said She's going to be confirmed. She's been confirmed every time by both sides. And then now they have to make some kind of theater into this. and They're going to use these talking points and stuff during these um, um, 22 elections. And she's related to Paul Ryan. If y'all didn't know that by marriage, the man she's married to is a white guy and she's married, uh, he's related to Paul Ryan. And I want to, I haven't looked into it yet, but I'm curious if her career grew quickly after that. So, uh, Luke, thank you for your patience. You can go ahead. Um, What did you want to add to the discussion about Trump working against the people and his endorsement yesterday? If you're speaking Luke, I cannot hear you at all. Okay. I do not hear you at all. Let me check the comment section real quick too. And then while we're trying to hear him out, Patriot MTS says, I believe what's happening with Trump is comparable what was happening during the during Reagan. Um Ronald Reagan's second term was bad with Iran. Um Contra deal because his right-hand man, George Fultz, stepped down and Reagan was surrounded by corrupt advisors. Donnie, I sent you the link where Trump suggested he saved 100 million lives earlier in, on the chat. Okay, okay. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, you guys, make sure y'all check out the chat and look at those links. Um, Steve did say he had to go. And are you uh, working now, Luke? you yeah. No. Well, all right, you guys, we're going to go ahead and shut this one down. So we're on time for Michael's discussion um, for 730. And, Michael, uh, thank you for coming here and being here for this one. Um, we will definitely have fun talking about uh, the, rev- your, the revolutionist movement you have going and talking about um, is there a peaceful way of doing it, um, if there's not. I mean, I have some solutions we can kind of go over as well. Um, but, yeah, definitely, guys, uh, pop back up over here with us at 7.30 for the the next one. I might even start it a little early because, I mean, it's 7.05 now. Um, but I honestly did want to hear if anyone else had anything to say about the whole Trump thing before we hopped off here. But Luke's mic was not working, it doesn't sound like. And no one else has requested to speak. So I'm going to go ahead and close this out on our anthem if nobody else hops on within the next five, four, three, Two, one. All right. We're going to close it out.
0: We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men. Deriving their just powers from the consent of the government, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free.